Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look at this. My talk is celebrating our seniors this Valentine's Day. Oh, I love this. We're gathering Valentine's for our friend Liz and all the other seniors in the Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly program. Oh. So here's what you can do. You can send your Valentine to my talk by February 8th. You've got some time. And then we will get them delivered. You can help my talk share the love. Visit mytalk1071.com and use keyword Valentine's to learn more. Oh, Donna. I know, I love it. Thank you so much You're for your continued welcome. service. Thanks, Steve. And we're back. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Okay, so remember when Adele was like, my show's not ready in Las Vegas, and I'm so sorry, it's so last minute. I mean, it was the day of the show that she put that video out. Um, So some Adele fans were already in Las Vegas when she announced that, so she FaceTimed them. She personally apologized, offered them free merchandise, free meet and greet, uh, she offered a free drink token, but then she quickly took it back when she realized some of them were underage. Mm. Um, but some reports are coming out now, like I saw in page six this morning, that that postponement is far from a surprise because she had been arguing with her set designer mm. and that the show was destined to be a disaster, according to this page six article. That's interesting. Because the, didn't the initial... Um, announcement from her sounded much more COVID. COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. She was she was basically saying that there were a lot of um uh backups, like um products not getting to them in time, and that half her crew had COVID. Um, but it looked like there were some creative differences behind the scenes. Hmm. There was a rift between the pair. No, she's worked with this uh, this woman, this set designer, before. Yeah, back in 2016 on her previous tour, they 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 worked together. So it wasn't a total new thing. Although sometimes familiarity can breed bigger blowups. That's true because you're closer with that person, mm-hmm. you know. But it looked, you know, she was saying there was like production delays and delivery delays and things like that, but. You always kind of knew there was more to the story, right? Because you don't just last minute go, oh, we just decided today right. that we should cancel. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it sounds like it was certainly a combination of things as opposed to the, again, the headline would have just been sort of a COVID thing. Only half your crew is there. They're shipping delays. Ah, bummer, COVID, where it sounds like those were factors, but maybe not the deciding factors. Like even if a full crew would have been there, I don't know. Do you think the show would have gone on? It's all speculation. But if she had everybody healthy the week leading up to her message, would the show have gone on or would there still be these creative differences? And also page six notes too, you know, Adele um, has some anxiety when it comes to live performing, even though sure. we all sit in awe of her, her, her skill and talent. She seems so confident. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not completely surprised, generally speaking, when that much is on the line and your name is the one that's up in lights and you've got a vision, but it's not coming together the way you imagined it. I had a thought whenever she made the announcement, but I didn't say anything. But I thought maybe this could be this would have been a cool way to do it. So she already had people who were in Vegas. She had the first set of shows that were planning to be open. And what is that? Probably is it like a I'm sure she's not nightly. Is it a weekend kind of a thing? Um, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah, I think it's something like that through April. Okay, so I thought, easier said than done, I get it. But she could have said, you know what? This show is nowhere where it needs to be for what you would expect out of a Vegas production. But instead of canceling the show the night before, yeah. here's what I'm going to do. I got 10 songs that I could sing any time of day. And I'm going to sing these songs, and I've got a pianist. You know, these pianists, they can do it, right? They just know all the stuff. And it'll be intimate, and Mm -hmm. we'll talk in between each thing. I thought that could have been a cool workaround. Now, I get it, though. She had gone 30 hours without sleeping, really trying to figure out, can we do the show, like the full show that Vegas brought us here to do? But I thought that would have been maybe a workaround. Yeah, I mean that uh, maybe because she was so upset at that point, she uh, and sleep deprived, she couldn't see herself doing that. But just yeah. to give a special, um, intimate, like you said, kind of, you could even do like um, what was the MTV show? Unplugged. Yeah, you could have done a, just a quiet, unplugged thing where the audience feels even a bigger connection to you in such a small venue. You right. know, you you could have done that. Had some video in the background, lighting. I just, yeah. It's just a very it's disappointing. A, yeah, it's a bummer. It's a I and she's stressed out by it all. You feel for her. You feel for her fans who booked their trip around it. Let's be their opening weekend when Adele's residency opens. How cool will that be? And then they they lose out on that. So yeah, it's kind of a bummer all around. I don't think any word yet. On when the show is actually going to kick off. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Mm. Nothing yet. I'll be curious how long this stretches. Me too. Uh, do we still have Rocco? Hey, Rocco. Hey, Rocco. Hello. Hey, so uh, you watched a music-related documentary. Yeah, I watched a couple. Are you hearing me okay? Yeah, dude. You hear us? <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, just I hear you. Every time you talk today, I will laugh because there is just this, it's like you've chosen some sort of a filter almost, old time. It feels like we're doing a radio play, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> the Canterville Ghost, presented by my tongue. <laughs> I watched a couple of music docs this weekend. I, I finally got around to watching Summer of Soul. I know you've seen that doc. Yeah, it was excellent, I thought. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it was going to be so much 
you know, talking heads, not the band talking heads, but people <laughs> talking about the performances in right. between the performances. I thought it was just going to be a lot of straight through performances, but wow. To think that this document was locked in a closet for 40 years or 50 mm-hmm. years. To see these, to see Stevie Wonder on drums, to see Sly and the Family Stone, to see uh, Mahalia Jackson and the Staple Singers, and it was uh, it's a it pretty was a incredible huge, watch. very huge festival, right? Wouldn't you say? That yeah, that's and like it wasn't a- just one day; it was like uh, weekends, right? Like yeah. four or five weekends in a row. Yep, yep. And um, yeah, so the guy that shot it, you know, it was professionally recorded, professionally shot. And then he tried to sell it. You know, he's like, hey, I got this footage. Uh, it's, you know, it's basically the black Woodstock. And he said nobody wanted it. So it just sat in a closet till Questlove uh, acquired it, right? Is that kind of yep, how it went? Yep, yep, It's It's a really good movie if you're just curious about what this huge festival in Harlem was all about. Definitely check it out. Because the acts were, I mean, primo. Mm-hmm. Just primo. Like you said, Stevie Wonder. Um, it was just... And and there were Nina Simone. Yes, I mean, it's uh, it's a document. And you know Marilyn McCoo, the people that did um, when the moon is in the southern. Yep, yep. Um, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I mean, it's it's pretty fascinating, and it looks great. It sounds great. Fly in the family stone, also right? Oh, Weren't they right. a part of it? Because there's very, I think there's very few, you know, performances of him recorded so it's pretty amazing to see it you know he long before prince did it put together this band of both black people and white people and women and men and he mm. had like a female trumpet player i mean it was just kind of unheard of back it was then. so cool it's on netflix people didn't know what right? to make of him that's on hulu. Hulu, hulu hulu summer of soul um on hulu okay we we're, go. we're up against the clock here hey when we come back i watched an 80s reboot this weekend on apple tv plus can anybody guess what it was it gave me all the nostalgic feels tell you about it when we come back don and steve on my talk hey everyone knows the why is a terrific place to run swim stretch and work on your fitness goals well of course but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being that's right the why offers health coaching acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to ymcanorth.org. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. The Donnet and Steve experience. Well, you can take the girl out of country music, but you can't take the country music <laughs> out of girl. take the out. Howdy. Yeah. No, Did they I'm... used to make you say that like once an hour? <laughs> God, no. At Honky Tonk Hee where you used to work? No. And I'm all, you know, all all hat, no horse, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just faking it. I'm a city girl, guys. She's a city. She's more than that. She's a suburban lady. She's I am. A, I'm a, a cul-de-sac lady. Oh, she's a cul-de-sac. Get that sack life. Everybody love that sack life. Hey. Hey. I watched something over the weekend. See, we are killing it in the TV department. And all right, only Donna gets to guess here because I think that Rocco would be able to guess it. Although maybe not. Rocco's like a hundred, even though he looks like he's thirty. <laughs> um, I am Grant is here. We have we have so many. It's like the morning zoo here right yeah. now. We have every Honk, voice honk. is here. Aluga. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am Grant. Is similar to my age, yes. and so you would probably know this. Let's see if Donna can guess. This is the theme song. Bum 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 bum. Bum, but um, do you know what show? Um, I'm going to say you watched. Ooh, I wanted to guess the Will Smith thing, the dark, mm, whatever. Mm, 
Is it like Saved by the Bell? No. The Gong Show. Fraggle Rock. Yes. Fraggle Rock. Dance your cares away. I actually watched this this weekend, too, for like a half. I watched the first episode, Steve. I checked it out. How funny. You guys, did you see that the Foo Fighters did the reboot, the theme? No. To Fraggle Rock? I just put it in there, Grant. Can we um, maybe see if we could... Oh, okay. Well, here's the funny thing. So Fraggle Rock, the reboot on Apple TV+, Plus, 13 episodes, it started, and I was excited because I've pulled up old episodes before on YouTube, and it's grainy and all of that for my kids to watch, and uh, and for me to just enjoy the nostalgic walk, but... They started this episode and it did not start with dun 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 the the iconic theme song. Mm. I got worried and then I thought, wait, maybe they're just doing something different for the first episode. And they actually ended the first episode with that song. The next episode starts. The normal theme song is back. I mean, it's updated, sure, but it's still the same one that you would like. And I didn't even have to tell my wife. We both clapped at the right time during the theme song. It was just great. But it's very if you like Fraggle Rock or if you have Littles. If you're doing it for your own nostalgic purposes or because you have kids or grandkids or nieces, nephews, it's fun. It's so vibrant and colorful now because we used to watch it in the 80s and the 90s when everything just felt grainy. And mm. it is so crystal clear HD, similar to when Sesame Street or Sesame Street went over to HBO where HBO started producing the new episodes. I am telling you, it got more colorful, it got more vibrant, the production value went up just a little bit, so it was quite fun. I am Grant, do we have the new uh, Foo Fighters edition of the Fraggle Rock theme song for the reboot? Yeah, let's check it out. I don't think this... I don't, that doesn't play. No. Is that the right one? Are you playing the Fraggle Rock or the other song? The Fraggle Rock, the top one, yeah, that doesn't seem right to me. No. No. Unless oh, they're really exploring the underbelly of Fraggle Rock. Drug yeah. use. This was the original that you yeah. were talking about. Right there. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's good yeah, times. Anyway, it's I, on Apple TV+. Plus. I would have been your babysitter, and this would have been what I'd put on to shut you up. Because I you... babysat for a little girl who loved Fraggle Rock. You want to hear four names of my babysitters growing up? Not really. I'll tell you. All right. Ivy and Vonda. They were sisters. We once dropped a golf club, and they had to hang the other one out of a window to get it out of a gutter so my parents wouldn't find out. Ivy and Vonda. And then Han and Jung. Okay. They were a uh, Vietnamese family who moved into our town, and they had like eight siblings. Han, Jung, Tung. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And Tum, that's true. Well, if you like one thing, you know, let's just switch a vowel. Right, right. George I feel like it, that's like me trying to figure out today's wordle. Like, what if I put no there? What if I did not? Hun and Young were great. Oh my gosh, Steve! Here's the new one for you. Very similar to the old one, just real quick. But see, this has some more rock in it, Donna. Let's go. Okay. You uh, should watch an episode, Donna, just for your inner child. Okay. I'll uh, look for Moki. Uh oh yeah, she's in there too. She's sort of updated though. Uh, Richard Gere is selling a, his $28 million New York house, by the way. New York? New York. He's walking here. Ooh. 50 miles uh, outside of Manhattan. And I put this up on the show links page if you want to go and look through. It is really... Beautiful. It's beautiful. The outside, the exterior of the home Gorgeous. looks really pretty. Be- you know how I feel about trees, guys. Beautiful trees all yeah, around there. Until October comes along. And then you got to rake. But a nice library he's got. Really nice ceiling detail. Just just a nice place. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I got it linked up if you want to see Richard Gere's $28 million New York home, uh, which could be yours. Thanks, Steve. You got it, bruh. All right. Uh, you want to play a little game? Oh, man. I guess. Is DJ Rock Lobster going to do it from the bottom of the well? I believe so. <laughs> okay, DJ Rag Lobster. Uh, I can't wait. Can you give us a hint on what today's subject matter will today be? Today is uh, it's National Compliment Day. Oh. So that's Donna, your... I like your cowl or whatever you're wearing around your Thank neck. you, Rocco. I like your picture of Bruce Springsteen. Thank you. Nice compliment. <laughs> I thought that was Bruce Lee. <laughs> I really know? thought it was Bruce Lee. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, man. Well, I had Bruce, right? Uh... uh Oh my gosh, it's Springsteen. 651-641-1071. That's the number that you can call. And uh, you can better me or Donna, better the right person, win a prize next. Back to the Donna and Steve experience. Kick it! Time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. Like I said, it is National Compliment Day, so I've found uh, three songs that where the titles are compliments. We still need a player, too. Sorry to interrupt you guys. We still need a player at 651-641-1071. So if you guys could give me a call. We'd love for you to play College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Sorry to interrupt you there, well, DJ Rock. No, and oh, our, our, our prize today is actually a six-pack of varied weighted uh, bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, you silly, silly man. Donna, I'm in a closet. Um, and you're in a closet. He's in a well. Rocco's in a well. <laughs> Grant's in a studio. You're in a separate studio. We're all over the place right now. It's it's very, very exciting. Mm. We By the way, have, we do have a prize though. It looks like a, a voodoo rental code for Sing Two. Is your oh yeah? Oh my okay. gosh, so, guys, I'm Sing Two. That. Sing Two is good. It's fun, man. It's a fun, fun movie. All right, so now we got a caller. Uh, box we've office got a... blast about Sing Two. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was no. in. It was in third place this weekend. Was it really? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All, All right, right, now we have a caller. Who do we have on the line? I am Grant. We have Melissa with us today. Hey, Melissa, you're like the 60th person on the show right now. How are you? 
Yes, I'm good. How are you? Oh, clomp, clomp. We are all so well. So it's National Compliment Day. Um, do you want to team up, considering this is a positive vibes topic dealing with songs that have compliments in their title, do you want to team up with Donna or me? You know, I'm going to go, I went with Donna last time, I'm going to go with you this time, Steve. Thank you, Donna, or thank you, Melissa. Okay, me, go bye, bye now. Bye, Donna, we'll wave you back. Okay, bye, good luck. Oh, that's nice. Okay, nice on uh, National Compliment Day. All right, we are now ready. DJ Rock Lobster will ask the questions. The music starts after he asks the first one. I'm ready. Okay, these are all songs where the title is basically a compliment. We'll start with this one. Who sang in 2010 a song with these lyrics? When I see your face, there's not a thing that I would change because you're amazing just the way you are. Uno Bray Arzme. Can you name the English singer who had a top five hit in 1974 with You Are So Beautiful? English singer? Uh, uh, Cocker. And uh, in what 1964 Roy Orbison song does he rar slash purr? Oh. Hmm. Purr and roar. Um, Oh, crap. All right, Melissa, me need some help here on, I think, two of the questions. Let's start with the middle one, which is, which British-English singer sang You Are So Beautiful in 19-what? 74. I want to like, something, who am I thinking of? Something I Cocker. Think, I think you're right. Let's, do you just want to say, do you know the first name, or should we just say Cocker as our final answer? Well, I think it's Joe Cocker. All right, fine. We'll go with Joe. And that actually softens it and makes it less, should we bleep it? Uh, we'll do Joe Cocker, <laughs> full answer. And uh, the third one, the Roy Orbison song where he roars or purrs. Man, I can't. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't know Joe Cocker was British. Wonder if well, his accent was was cockerny, cockney. <laughs> All right, listen, we're just gonna go with two for three and trust that Donna is at best gonna force this into overtime. Okay. All right. Sounds All good. right, we'll bring her in. Donna, come on in. Nope, she put her head down just at the wrong time. Come on in, Donna. Donna, come on. Here we go. She got her checkbook all balanced, and now we're ready to rock. Donna. <laughs> Hi there. We don't know how we did. Okay. All right. These are all songs that are compliments. Are you ready, Donna Valentine? Uh, yes. Okay. Who in 2010 sang a song with these lyrics? When I see your face, there's not a thing that I would change because you're amazing just the way you are. Uh, Billy. Uh, oh, that's not B- Billy Joel. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, Bruno Mars. Oh. Uh, English singer who had a top five hit in 1974 with You Are So Beautiful. Joe Cocker. And in what 1964 Roy Orbison song does he rar slash purr? Oh, that's the one that was redone by David Lee Roth. Um, that's, um, no, not California Girls. Uh, it's, uh, oh, God, what's the name of this song? Woo. Shoot. Oh, man. 
Damn. All right. Well, the processing for answer one was a journey for all of us because <laughs> it started at Billy and, and they were all bees. So she was locked into a bees in music, which could be a good topic someday. Um, and Billy Eilish into Billy Joel. And then somehow landed on Bruno Mars. Way to go, Donna. Thank you. I'm really and mad about correct. the last one. And there is a Billy Joel song called Just the Way You Are. So that's perhaps oh. where that confusion came from. Yes, absolutely. We, um, You guys both got the Joe Cocker. That's good. And this one I thought was the gimme because there's basically only one Roy Orbison song you need to know. And it's Pretty Woman. Yes, oh, Pretty no. Woman. Walking down so, the street. Wait, wait, wait. I have questions. Who got the first one right? Both of um, us. We both. both did. And you both got Joe Cocker. We did. So it's a tiebreaker. Yeah. No. It's a tiebreaker. It's... And we found out. Did you know that Joe Cocker was British, Donna? I guess I never thought about it. Because does Joe Cocker also, si- uh, also sing the Wonder Years? Um, what would you do what if would I you do? Yes. Unbelievable how they hide their accent when they sing, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Time for a tiebreaker. Melissa, this is how this will work. Uh, first person to know it, say your name, and then we'll go to you for an answer. This is a blood sport, and Rocco, we're ready. Okay, Grant has the uh, song. I believe this is also from around the same period, uh, 2010. Mm. See if you can name this song where the title is A Compliment. Steve, my life would suck without you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Somebody oh, wins Melissa. a voodoo. Is that Katy Perry? Oh, that's Pink. Kelly Pink. Clarkson. Pink. Wait, Kelly Clarkson? That's Kelly oh, Clarkson. Kelly? I think it's Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's Kelly Clarkson, right, Rocco? <laughs> Correct. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Right. Melissa, here's the important thing. You win that My Talk paddle. Now, when you pair that up with another paddle and then get a boat, you'll be well on your way, okay? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. No, you get this voodoo pass. You're going to love seeing too if you haven't seen it. If you have any littles in your life, uh, it's a really enjoyable movie. So you can watch Sing 2 now, courtesy of our friends at Voodoo. Oh, yay. That's fun. We were going to watch it the other night, and we didn't want to pay. Oh, well, now oh. you don't got to pay, girlfriend, and you're going to love it. It's really, really well done. Perfect. Thank you. All right. I love Bye, you. Bye, Melissa. I'll be okay. All right. Love you, Melissa. That's fine. Hey, speaking of Kelly Clarkson, can I just tell you this? Mm-hmm. She has compromised a tiny bit in her real estate fight with her ex-husband, Brandon oh. Blackstock. She's giving him 5% of the Montana ranch that they shared. That You know what that translates to? <laughs> what is it? Like the front... No, no, I think, I think they have to sell it, probably. Okay. Uh, that translates to $900,000 worth of ranch. Wow. It's valued at under just under $18 million. She was trying to get him evicted. Do you think that land battle will be the premise of, of Yellowstone? Yellowstone Season 5? <laughs> I don't know. You're watching Yellowstone and Yellow Jackets. I'm into yellow right now. We're also into Wordle right now, and Donna uh, has something for folks who maybe aren't that into Wordle. She's got another thing you might want to get into. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Wordle has pretty much become the first internet craze of the year, right? Agreed. Yep. 
Everyday social media feeds are peppered with those little green and yellow squares. <laughs> I never share mine. Just with you guys. Yeah. Um, as people are trying to attempt to solve the five-letter word puzzle. Um, now we've got things like spinoffs, like Queerdle, uh, which calls itself a yassification of Wordle. We've got <laughs> Letteral, which makes you guess a single letter from the alphabet. <laughs> and now we've got Loodle. Loodle. How do you spell Loodle? L-E-W-D-L-E. That's not what I was hoping for. All right. Well, that's what you're going to get. Players have six attempts to guess a mystery five-letter word. That is lewd? Pretty much all the answers are rude or lewd. I can't tell you some of the examples that they have given. Tell me any of the examples? Nope. Nope, I can't. It's not actually the first rude twist on Wordle, though. There was Swirdle, which is a two-week-old game. Only they use four-letter words. Hmm. So this is Loodle. I like the sound of Loodle. Lewd is crude and offensive in a sexual way. You got it, buddy. Synonyms. Vulgar. How many, I mean, how many words can there possibly be? I don't know. I think a lot. I think you're right. Vulgar, crude, smutty, dirty, filthy are the top five synonyms for lewd. Mm, I don't like that. I'm, I, you know what we need for you? What? Prudel. Prudel, yes. <laughs> Nicer ways yes. to say things are all just like very G and PG rated words. <laughs> that would be perfect. Happy. Cloud. <laughs> Rainbow. Oh, wait, that's too long. Yeah, um, yeah you need Prudel. I like Prudel. Not to be confused with Loodle. Thank you. I'm going to take off. <laughs> you can't just leave right now. It's 1041. All right. And we're on until noon. Okay. That's contractually. Fine. Okay, that's fine. I know the content ran out a couple segments back, but still, <laughs> we're on until noon. No, not true. We have a lot of stuff coming we your do, way. We do. When we come back, uh, SNL making Donna feel quite happy yeah. about a guy. I didn't watch this weekend, but I loved this guy when he was on. We'll uh, hear some of Will Forte back to host the show that he was a cast member of for so long. That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Lots of TV talk today. Lots Ooh, of we. We were trying out the tube. On it was a cold weekend. It was snowy. It's going to be 20 below, I think, tomorrow. Stop. <laughs> it's brutal. Like Two days in a row, it's going to be 20 below. I think Wednesday, it's going to be like a, a 35 below wind chill situation. I was up in um, at my cabin, and oh. it the sound that the house was making in the morning, yeah, like the, the sound of the and... ice breaking, and yeah, it was just wild. You feel safe in that house? Oh, yeah. I think so. Why You're do you doing ask? some nice work up there. Oh, thanks for noticing, Steve. Yeah. Well, you sent me a photo. I had asked for a photo. And then you sent me photographic evidence of the, the cool work that you're doing there. Some Thank some you. work with wallpaper. It's very exciting. Thank you. It's no, fun I, time to be your friend. Thanks, Steve. Not and I, on. you. Thank you. You're my bestie. Eh. SNL happens this weekend. Will Forte was the um, host. And I thought, ah, I'll check it out. He's I, so funny. He was really good. You know, he did a, a, a bunch of 
uh, MacGruber. He did like three of those sprinkled throughout the show. Um, Kristen Wiig came back. Um, that was fun. He did some other funny sketches. Uh, but I thought it might be fun just to listen to a little bit of his monologue. Kick it. I was in the cast 12 years ago with Kristen Wiig, Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, Jason Sudeikis, and Fred Armisen. So, yeah. so it was really fun to see Kristen host. Yeah, then Bill, you know, then Andy, uh, then Fred, you know, then Kristen again, uh, then Bill again, then uh, Jason, uh, Seth Meyers. I mean, he's one of my best buds, but, you know, come on. He wasn't really a sketch guy. He was just on Weekend Update. I, it, does that even count as being on the show? But he hosted, right? Uh, John Mulaney was a writer when I was in the cast, and then he hosted four times, four times. But hey, that's okay. You know, I, I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> I'm not. Ah, oh, save the best for last, right? Yeah. He was really cute, and he's like, uh, "I'm happy." How did he say it? He said something like, I, "I'm happy to announce that MacGruber is." you know, part two or whatever is coming back. Mm. He said, it's not, but I'm happy to announce that. I don't know. He made some kind of like play on words and it was like, I don't, what is he doing now? He's been kind of off my, well, he my was radar. doing a uh, MacGruber. Um, that's his most recent, is that on Apple TV plus? That, I, that sounds on? right. Actually. All right. So he's got MacGruber, the series that is out. He had done too. He had a successful show on Fox in the mid teens of 2000, uh, uh, last man on earth. That's right. That a lot okay. of people liked that show. Um, I watched that. I can't believe he was last on the show as a cast member 12 years ago. Guys. I couldn't believe that either. 2009 was his last year on the show? Is that right? Can that be? That's what he said. I, time flies if you're not paying attention. I think it's 2010, too. I need to keep reminding myself. It's 2022. That's unbelievable. It's not 2021. It's not. I did watch MacGruber. It's on Peacock. Oh, is it any good? I thought it was funny. I mean, if you find MacGruber funny, I think you will also find it funny. It's just so predictable is the thing. Kind of, but it's pretty funny. And Kristen Wiig's good. Um, You know, it's worth it. It's like eight half-hour episodes or so. Was Kristen Wiig's last line, I'm still watching the monologue with captions, was her last line after she cameoed during Will Forte's monologue, um... Well, I've got to go back to North Korea now. It yes. was really hard to get out. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. I don't know if that's a MacGruber tie-in or just a random one-off line I thought it was to a get one-off. off stage, but that's very funny. Yeah, and so she stuck around for the whole show. That was kind of fun to see that. And then they also highlighted that new girl whose name I can't remember, but she always shows up on um, during Weekend Update, and she kind of messes with, um, um, what's his name? Cute guy. Colin. Thank you. Colin Jones. She messes with him and flips his words around and does that whole thing. I just saw it too via caption now when he said, I would officially like to announce, I would like to officially announce that MacGruber has been picked up for season two. Everybody applauds. And then he comes back and says, I would like to. It hasn't yet been officially picked up, but I would like to. Very cute. He's cute. I want to see more of him. Yes. You would love him, Donna. Long overdue. Like I told you, I loved him in Nebraska. I thought he did a really good job in that movie. That 
critically acclaimed movie that oh. nobody saw. But yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for <laughs> that. Uh, Rocco, you watched something that I also started, which okay, I think so I'm going to You watched love. episode one. Yes. And are you on you, two? But not episode two? Correct. Yeah. It's what is it called? Someone Somewhere? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, I thought two was uh, a little more subtle than the first, but I think this is going to be a keeper. I think it's. I think it's a nice show. Have you? Okay, so. And I love that redheaded dude, the skinny redheaded dude that I've never seen before with the comb over. He's so good. His hair blows my mind, and his performance is great, too. He's so good. I don't even know what his name is. Her, like, who, the guy who's destined to become her bestie in this show? Right. That guy? He's great. I wonder if he's a a Broadway guy. He kind of seems like he would be a Broadway guy to me. Um, but anyway, this is the the show that stars uh, Bridget Everett, who's a comedian. She's been in a bunch of stuff. You'd know her if you saw her. And she's just hilarious and out there. And this is a more subtle kind of role for her. And it's one of those, if you ever saw One Mississippi, I'm sure you guys didn't. No. With um, uh, Tig Navarro. Is that mm. her name? Nataro? Tig Nataro, I believe. Yep. Yeah, she's funny. She's very funny, and again, subtly funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just such a heartwarming, funny, subtle type of show. Too. Just a, a little programming note here, in case you look it up. I think you guys were saying someone somewhere. Right. It's somebody somewhere. Oh. And someone somewhere is a 2019 comedy drama where Remy, a young Parisian with an unskilled job, lives alone. <laughs> hang on. Okay. Hang on. Lives alone in his apartment. <laughs> Melanie, a young she-Parisian, is actually how they say it, uh, who works in a scientific research, lives alone in her apartment. Two solitudes, two depressive moods living in close proximity but strange to each other. Shall the twains ever meet? That is the IMDb description. Somebody somewhere. Not someone somewhere. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Someone somewhere. Yeah. It's super cute. It seems like it's going to be a really uplifting. No, no, no. Someone somewhere has 100%. I don't know about somebody somewhere. Somebody somewhere is also at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes Oh, thank you, Grant. Yeah. All right. It seems like a very heartwarming show. Speaking of, I'm going to get back to Afterlife today, I think, with Ricky Gervais, which is a, I love that show. And season three is out. Dawn McLean already finished it. Mark Dudgesick from Mark Reviews Movies says, Someone Somewhere isn't quite the film it promises to be. Instead, it's a much better, more fulfilling one. Not for the French romantic comedy, Someone Somewhere. Thanks, Steve. It was French originally, too. I think this is a subtitle situation. I'm looking at the cast, and they're all like, Francois. (laughs) By the way, speaking of subtitles, there was a meme last week that said, can we finally just admit everyone who says, I don't like reading subtitles, you're really just saying, I can't read fast. <laughs> I can't read fast. There is part of that. You know? That's partially true. Uh, how about we come back? Okay. <laughs> okay. All of us are just... Yeah, okay. no, we'll all come back. All right. We'll have a dirt um, alert, too. And I fell asleep during a great Marvel movie. My bad. <laughs>